Uncanny Valley. Welcome to The Uncanny Valley Remastered, Episode 14. I am your host, Nier Tom Tomata, a.k.a. I played some Nier this week, a.k.a. Tom Shaw. <laughs> Joining me, we have the slugger, Derek Holberg. Hey, what's up, everybody? How's it going? Also joining us, we have the Los of Us, Carlos Benitez. How you doing, guys? Happy to be here. And rounding out the crew today, we have the Knack Daddy, Christopher Bassernack. What's going <laughs> on? Happy March 9th. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I fucking dated the podcast. My favorite day of the year. <laughs> two, se- two seconds in. <laughs> <laughs> and how's how's everybody doing? How you doing? What's going on? Great. Drinking some Scottish soda. Just had some ramen. We just talked about it, but I'll say it again because it's on the show now. Iron what is, brew. What does iron brew taste like? It's just a citrusy kind of soda. No, you would think because it's fluorescent orange that it's citrusy, but it really tastes like... You ever have like bitters and soda? Bitters and soda? No, I've never had bitters in my soda. <laughs> Well, you Which, take like well, you take like soda water and you put bitters in it. It's like supposed to be like a hangover cure at bars. Okay, so mm. it kind of, it kind of tastes like medicinal. It's kind of gross, Ooh. but it's gloomy. Yeah. There's a shitload of sugar in it. That's like their national soda. Like they're very. You prou- said it's kind of gross. They're very yeah. proud of that. When I first drank it, I despised it, and then I had a twelve pack, so I had to drink all of it. Oh and then no! By the end of the twelve pack, I was like, I could see how this would ruin a young kid's life. <laughs> <laughs> How much sugar oh. does it have in it on the uh, nutritional facts? It's uh twenty four grams. That's like fine. It's, not it's that, that's not that Coke. Bad. I think Coke has more than that. I think Coke has like twenty eight or something like that. Yeah, I, I hate like those this... gross things when they show you like, yeah, what's 41. what's that got, Carlos? Forty one grams. I mean, it's a forty one. Basically see? the same. <laughs> that's insane. You ever Don't see those things where kids. they're like, yeah, they're like, sugar's bad for you, and they show this is how much sugar is actually like in a soda. And it's like a disgusting amount of it. I think it's funny when they take like a tub of Coca-Cola and they're like, let's put an engine in it. And it like disintegrates. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, I'm watching that while I'm drinking a Coke. Yeah, you're, you're like, like, oh, like, yeah. like, oh, all right. Just take another sip. Yeah, exactly. You're like, As I'm taking another sip. Wasted all that Coke on that engine block. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. well, tell just, me, how, how does somebody get introduced to Iron Brawn, though? Iron how does that Brew, happen? B-R-U. Uh my friend Drew is from Scotland, and he was, like, telling me about it, because I always get, like, like before I get, like, my brunch or something, I'll be like, oh, let me get, like, a fucking Coca-Cola, a little bit of ice. I just want to slam it, you know, wake me up in the morning. And then uh, he was like, oh, you got to try Iron Brew. It's so good. Nobody else agreed. And I brought he was all, wrong. Because I, brought, I brought them all down gross. there, but like, <laughs> like I said, it grew on me so hard. Like, you put, like, a couple ice cubes with it, and you just kind of sip it slow, or put some whiskey with it. Bow. All right, yeah. I can see how I could use this like a mixer or something well, like that for a What drink isn't improved by adding whiskey? You know? <laughs> That's true. Milk. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Never tried it. I'm having but... a, I'm having a milk milk ski. Isn't that <laughs> kind of what like a white Russian is? That's that's vodka. Yeah, right, close close to fuck enough, right? I guess white I, Russians it, are delicious though. Like they're yeah, because vodka is good. supposed to have no flavor. Yeah, it's like good vodka has no flavor. But it definitely does. Like... Somebody's lying about that. <laughs> <laughs> what did Sam think of it? Did she try it? No, she wouldn't even try it. 
I don't know. If she saw the look on the two kids' faces when I, because I was like giving them out, and people were like, "What the fuck?" Like, ugh. <laughs> Scottish got it all wrong. <laughs> yeah, and then everybody was giving him shit about it. You could tell he was like kind of embarrassed. <laughs> and then when I told him, I was like, "Yo, I actually kind of like it now." He's like, "See." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. See, lad. <laughs> he probably made his day. Yeah. So. All right. And uh, this is a video game podcast. And uh, so that's what we do here. We talk about video games once a week. Get together. Discuss some video games. We do. And uh, usually start off our show with some news. So uh, I think we're going to follow that same format this week. How does that sound? Whoa. <laughs> oh, wow. Holy shit. I'm a okay. creature of comfort. So. Okay. And it, it was a bit of a light news week, but uh, we're still going to get into it here. Yeah. Um, some uh, rumors and reports coming out about the uh, new Switch model in the works. Um, talking about uh, outputting in 4K in dock mode. Uh, bigger screen. OLED screen. Right? Um, yeah. I don't mm-hmm. know if they said something about... Uh, Longer battery life. Um, I doubt better. it. I think so. I, I mean, the, those OLED screens definitely, you know, it's it's pushing, it's, it takes more power to run them, so they should put a bigger battery in it just to at least keep it the same. Right. And uh, I think, uh, you know, rumors like this have been floating around for a while now. We've been hearing about a potential Switch Pro. Yeah. But uh, yeah. it looks like um, it's more of a real thing now, and these are about to go into uh, production. Um yeah, and it says uh, they'll release before Christmas. And uh, so, yeah, any of us uh, in the market for a Switch Pro revision here? Yeah, I'll probably possibly. get it. I, I think. Well, we, we know Carlos will get it. Yeah. I well, Derek has man. two Switches as well. <laughs> I have one. I only have one. Oh, what happened to the big one? I sold that one. Oh, all right. Yeah. Um, so I like my Switch Lite, but like I definitely miss uh, the, TV. The, the TV in the dock mode. And Same. even I missed, like, the little kickstand in the back, <laughs> you know, just for, like, standing it up. Uh, I know that seems, like, inconsequential, but that's a big feature. I mean, hey. um, it's, also, it's also just fun to get new stuff. I'll see. If yeah. it, do you think – I don't know, Carlos. Like, to me, it might come out, like, maybe $100 more expensive, or do you think they'll just come out with the $300 price point? Uh, I, I could see them starting a little higher, so probably, yeah, like, 350 so. or maybe – bundle it with a game to justify the price or something it's still not bad though. because i think breath of the wild 2 is what's going to push the system it's like hey guys check out breath of the wild on normal switch here yeah. it is on the 4k switch wow. yeah well and do you think a uh, price drop for the original switch will accompany this or do you think they maybe even just like phase out the original switch i think both i think they'll drop the price first to really just push out their inventory of whatever they have left for the you know regular dock switch and then yeah They'll have that three fifty price point because I don't think they're gonna do four hundred because like I know I don't think know, that I, seems too high for a e- handheld like that. Yeah, right? even with the other consoles, I think it's just too high for Nintendo. So they'll just do three fifty, maybe that one two Switch game. It's like the crappy Wii Sports thing that came out <laughs> with the Switch. Remember? Yes, I do remember playing. Yeah, because they're not gonna bundle a good game with this. Thing. I remember just Tom's fashion. Give something for kids. I remember. It was real good. <laughs> I, I, I don't. Must have uh, left an impression on you. <laughs> <laughs> Those hips were swaying, man. It was crazy. All right, I remember that. So boost de- my confidence. De- I definitely would. Uh, I definitely would like to get one of these, but I know it's just gonna be an annoyance if you try to get it anywhere near Christmas. So yeah, you're gonna have to like, especially if scalpers are still a problem. Yeah. I was trying to, like, I, I told you guys, oh, I told Chris I got I nabbed a Series S. 
I was going to try and get a Series X, not changing too many top. Just speaking of scalpers, like, yeah. they were gone in, like, a millisecond. Like, it was, like, insane. Um, yeah, it's still impossible. Like, I PS4 pressed, was... I literally got the Discord notification, like, all right, they're up on Walmart. I pressed add to cart, it's like, inventory is done. Like, inventory out. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Like, that's insane. I'm surprised yeah. they don't have enough at this point, because they can't even sell their inventory. They're crying about it. You don't understand. Have a family. Well, it seems like the the restocks are coming uh, more coming frequently now. Frequently though, yeah. Um, but I guess they're they're still selling out. Yeah, they're so. still selling out. The stock is just not catching up with the because uh, then the scalpers would not be a problem, you know, if there was the supply to that meet that demand. I think production is just uh, slowed like down said, because yeah, of that. Uh, the shortage. W- w- yeah, the shortage they have going on the superconductors. But um, getting back to the switch, um, I the people were like freaking out that like, oh my god, it's only seven twenty p like. It's a it's a fucking handheld. Like yeah. you, know, you can't fit that many pixels on a seven inch screen. So, I, yeah. you know, like I, I think, don't get it. Yeah, I think Nintendo wants to lock it on that for the dock too, because then developers have like a milestone. Okay, get it to seven twenty. You know, handheld wise, you don't have to worry about running at ten eighty p sixty frames per second. And then if they want to play four K, just plug it into your TV. Yeah. And I wonder if it'll be native 4K or if it will just be kind of like that checkerboard upscale. It's be. It has to be. I, yeah, definitely. Yeah. There's no way that hardware can hit that. I just feel like it's like, I, I don't really think they need to do this right now. It's still The thing is still selling like insanely well. Like yeah. The regular Switch is still hard to get. You know I what I mean? I think it's like, time. There's it's, like some of them, but like it's also like if they make another one with the independent Joy-Cons, then like they can't even really lean on that because the other one doesn't have them. So, like, you got to be able to play both games on both things. You know what yeah. I mean? Like Compatibility, yeah. And they're already talking about... I heard there was a rumor somewhere about that the Switch Pro having exclusives, I think. That um, would right. be so fucked up. Like, be, yeah. <laughs> Nintendo yeah, like, set a precedent already. Like, why fragment your market? Like, Yeah, did, that's they, crazy. Yeah, but they did that with, like, the new 3DS back in the day. True. But yeah. to, I guess, Nintendo's credit or whatever, there's only, like, two three games that were like new 3ds exclusive xenoblade was one of them and it still looked yeah, bad kid icarus was kid icarus I, uh, I don't remember i just remember getting a new 3ds because i wanted to play it and I was like, really let down <laughs> like, i remember getting the new 3ds for xenoblade and then i didn't buy xenoblade but pokemon <laughs> runs right on it so that's that's funny there you go that, that game can, that can run on a fucking calculator <laughs> Man, that, uh, that 3ds version of xenoblade is rough though if you look at it it looks it looks yeah. pretty rough it did not <laughs> still look good impressive that they were able to get that game on a 3ds cart but yeah. still did not look very good was that in realize Z- how xenoblade's rough the blade was was that designed for this uh i'm sorry the 3ds or was that like a console? No, no, no. Uh, it's a wii game it's a wii, it's game, a wii game okay yeah originally um so yeah anyway uh you know i as of right now i don't think i'd be in the market for one but i want to see what the, what you know these are all rumors right now let's see what yeah. maybe it has an increased like memory capacity i think that would be pretty cool too uh you know and we'll see what the price point is right so i don't know they could uh announce a new monolith rpg new xenoblade and that might yeah. you know make me want to get the new switch played on my tv Sure. On my TV, I will where say I play though, games. Yeah. It's also it's also good though because like with my Switch when I sold it, like I did, I sold it like right before I moved, and like literally I got like almost as much as I paid for it. Like how many years later? You know what I mean? Yeah. So That's the good thing about Nintendo shit. It really does hold its value. So. Yeah. Sure. Uh, we also have uh, some Microsoft news this week. We got uh, 
they're finishing up their uh, acquisition of acquisition of Bethesda finally, mm-hmm. and so that's official. And um, you know they may put out a statement uh, reiterating that reiterating that uh, some upcoming games will be exclusives to the Xbox platform in the future, and that uh, more of their games are going to be coming to Game Pass uh, very soon here. Yep. Yeah, isn't and, it like um, well, pretty pretty quick? They're coming, like they're dropping like yeah Skyrim and shit. Like I mean, soon. it's done, so they can just put them up whenever they want. Um, somebody's saying, I think they put it up a little early. You know, like Evil Within popped up on the PC um, Game Pass. Yeah, store. you know, I was I've been looking through the Game Pass list, and there's already a ton of Bethesda stuff on there. Yeah, so I don't even know like what other like big Bethesda titles are even missing before this merger. You know, maybe some back catalog. I don't even know. Like, like older games, like it, I don't know if they can put like a Jade Empire on there or something. Oh, oh that's not even. No, that's Bethesda. not. Yeah, that's that's, <laughs> that's Bioware. Okay. Um, maybe like Morrowind or you know something like that. Yeah, the Xbox original stuff or something. Yeah, because um, all you know, Fallout's on there, Skyrim's on there, Dragon Fallout, Age's on. That's Fallout not, seventy six, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you get uh, Bethesda, Bioware, bees. I guess right. It's all right. You just Whatever. got into video games. You just started, so <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's, so, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I think the most interesting part about this is like which ones are going to be exclusives to the Xbox. I think that's yeah, what you know, everybody's um, wondering. They keep saying Star like, you can, right? Star, um, you mean Star, uh, Star, Starfield, 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 Starfield. sorry, <laughs> right? But, uh, yeah, I mean, there's, I think there's like a couple different ways you, you could interpret them saying some upcoming games will be exclusives. You could take away that, okay, that means not all of Bethesda games will be exclusive. Yeah, yeah, you could definitely. I, you know, that could definitely have, have been the case, and nobody would have faulted them for it. Like, you bought Bethesda, and now Bethesda game, all Bethesda games are exclusive. Like, they could do that, and it would make perfect sense. But uh, you could look at this and be like, okay, maybe, uh, you know, Elder, Elder Scrolls Six isn't a full exclusive, or, you know... I think they quoted. You could take it both ways. Todd Howard said he's. It's hard to imagine. Like that's the quote. Uh, hard to imagine. Uh, yeah. Elder Scrolls being a uh, console exclusive for them. Um, yeah. Just because they're gonna make you make a boatload of money uh, on making that multiplat, right? Um, right. I think maybe. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure what would be exclusive. Maybe Star Starfield. People are talking about. Maybe that might go exclusive. Um, I think they're well, going to try it with one big game, and that's why they said it that way, so they could just redact and like basically be like, oh, well, we only sold fucking four million instead of eight million. So, all right, I never feel mind. like I feel like too, <laughs> like Microsoft tries to be kind of above like the console war thing. Like they put their stuff on Nintendo, and you know, I mean, yeah, it, but then they did purchase Bethesda. So yeah, it's got to be. Uh, they have to have know, a strategy some, behind that. There has to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, um, I mean, they got a bunch of studios too so that can you know go to yeah. work and make some first party stuff. What if they, um, you know, they kept the bigger games like Elder Scrolls multiplat, but then uh, you know, like the arcane stuff would be exclusive. Yes, like, like exactly, stuff. or that like a machine games off. like Wolfenstein or something yeah. like that. Well, or I could see Doom maybe becoming an Xbox right. exclusive or something like that. Yeah, like they could, they just can't pass up the, the extra. No, absolutely not. That they yeah. get, yeah, on like an Elder Scrolls. Yeah. but you know, there there's gonna be but, some yeah. that people, and it's gonna be a double edged sword because it's just gonna be like, you know, it's gonna piss people off. But um, I think it'll be good for them, you know. Um, 
and you know we still got um, Deathloop coming. Bethesda, Bethesda yeah. pre- uh, developed PlayStation exclusive still yeah. coming out. I'm excited still. for that. <laughs> still, just a very interesting situation there. I thought it would be funny if you would have said a double-edged energy sword, because of Halo. Because of Halo. <laughs> <laughs> Famed Bethesda. (laughs) 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 Okay. Whatever. And um, yeah, we also got um, a new web browser that I think is in some type of beta on Xbox consoles. And um, one of the things that uh, it's been discovered that you can do on this new web browser is it can run Google Stadia, and that's an interesting development. But, I mean, it's not surprising that an Xbox can run Google Stadia. Yeah. Um, can you stream Netflix on it? <laughs> like, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I don't know, it'd be interesting to see who makes a move here if Xbox, Microsoft comes in and says, you know, puts the kibosh on this, like, no, we don't want you playing Stadia on our consoles. And um, I think you're going to see more and more situations like this because, you know, these are all, every ma- uh, major player here has their own streaming service by this point. Yep. And they can all be run on toasters. <laughs> they can be run on anything, right? On web browsers. Yeah. You know, like yeah. Any- uh, you, there was a the story a couple of months ago about somebody playing xCloud on their refrigerator. <laughs> Great. So, <laughs> if you can run xCloud on a fridge, you could play it on it. You can definitely, you have the, the technologies there to run it on a PS5, right? So, I don't know. I think this is just interesting to see how they kind of navigate these things and uh who's the one stepping in to say like no you know yeah like uh, mm-hmm. we don't want luna on our fucking playstation like you know what i mean like yeah i don't know i don't think they should really give a shit about it but at the same well maybe sony would because they they make you stream on their console too or let you stream rather so x cloud is really like for your phones and stuff but yeah i don't know it just sucks it's... that Stadia is like done now, right? Like, <laughs> I think I don't know. Like, <laughs> it, apparently, like people can't even fix that game because they have fired everybody, right? <laughs> 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 oh my god, uh, it sucks. Well, so got Pixel Junk Raiders coming. Ooh, right? yeah, that looked cool. End of this month. Yeah, and then the whole dev team will be laid off. Hopefully not. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, I mean, at least they're uh, they're their own development. House. Yeah, they're an indie. Yeah. They're not they're an owned indie by studio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Just moving on. Um. We got uh, more news here about uh, Ghost of Tsushima devs uh, being made permanent ambassadors of the real island by the uh, by the island itself. <laughs> by. Uh, <laughs> What's the name yeah. of the friggin' island? Whoa. What's the name of the island? Ghost? Oh, oh. <laughs> I didn't know if it was like a province on the island or something. Uh, yeah, Tsushima. Yeah, anyway, they're being honored for, uh, you know, bringing um, like the island's history to, uh, you know, a larger audience and making more people aware. And um, they even say in this article that, uh, you know, some most people even on mainland Japan weren't even fully aware of the history of the island. And... Um, so yeah, yeah, it's, and, um, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It's just the two most senior members, though. It's not the whole team. Sure. Well, yeah, yeah the creative leads, right? Um, 
And they look like they love Tsushima, just looking at them. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it says uh, they're going to be uh, collaborating with uh, Sony Entertainment um, Interactive on um, a tourism campaign for the island of Tsushima that's based on the games. And uh, it's going to be showing off some uh, locations that were featured in the game or inspired. Some locations that inspired some of the, the game's locations. And... Um, it's just a cool story overall. Um, I like how this article has an actual, like, a couple of good pictures of the island. Because I yeah. feel like last time it was just, like, this grainy, like, Google Earth photo. And then, like, they were like, oh, and look, it fell over. <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> this looks like the Tory gate that they, that they refurbish. Fixed. Yeah, this yeah. one. It's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. I think that's wild. Yeah, Wonder you what... know, um, it's cool to see the, you know citizens and like the uh you know the government of the island itself um you know doing something like this because you know there were some people you know when this game was being made and when it first got out who were accusing these guys of you know cultural appropriation and they didn't think it was right that like these were the guys who were making the game you know just some dudes in seattle yeah you know well when but, they had uh, that like white guy come out and play that flute thing it... <laughs> <laughs> sure yeah I, we can all agree that was a bad, uh, bad move. Point. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't the guy like an actual like flute master or something like that. Like he's actually acknowledged by the Japanese. Maybe I don't I don't know. we just know sure he was, was a white man. Uh, he was a white man. He, he was a flute. <laughs> you does he get a certificate? Like you are now a flute well, master. Well, I mean, yeah. Like... <laughs> you could be a white guy and be certified in karate. I mean, it's true. It's cultural yeah. appreciation. Not I think we may have lost Chris. Did we lose? He's frozen. Yeah, yeah that's fine. Yep. He's he's uh, he'll be back. Um, he's frozen in a very happy. Sp- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he's so happy uh, right now. Like, someone screenshot it. Just that's how we should him. always remember. That's Chris. how I always remember you, Chris. <laughs> yeah. Um. And uh, yeah, so a cool story. Um. I wonder what the tour will be like. Um. Or like, I don't know. They said uh, just locations of like. Um, like where you said where it's like uh where they got inspiration from and stuff yeah and um yeah i have no idea what the island is like you know today yeah you know um i'm sure it's not as beautiful as it's presented i'm sure it was never as beautiful as it's presented to be <laughs> in the game yeah um that looks pretty but, yeah. but uh yeah that's that's something that's interesting i hope they make it fun like it's you think it's a yeah that's what i mean guy- like Make it like interactive or something I mean, like that. Like, I want to be attacked by Mongolians, you know? Yeah, that, that's, that's corny. That's corny. I don't want that. <laughs> if I was going, I would hope it's just like a serious tour and like, hey, check out check out our island. And not like, you know. <laughs> like they have like a kiosk there where they're like, like, and now people play in, this uh, scene. Like, and like cosplay and shit there. And <laughs> Whoa, for that them, that's, uh, that's their culture, man. It's not that's cosplay I mean. to them. The obese guy carrying his waifu around dressed in a samurai like suit. Uh, they got or like a, a Yuna body pillow. Yeah. <laughs> Yuna. He's like, I love this game so much. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, cool moving story. on. We're gonna move on now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And uh, we got an update here on Fantasian once again. Oh boy. Uh, the Miss Walker developed uh, RPG coming out for Apple Arcade. Of course, uh, led by. Hironobu Sakaguchi, creator of Final Fantasy. And, uh, yeah, I guess they're just gearing up for release, and um, he's been giving some more interviews about it. And mm-hmm. 
I just wanted to bring it up again because um, in his latest interview, he kind of touches on um, the fact that uh, they got uh, Nobu Oh, the Nobu God Uomatsu doing the soundtrack again as the mm. main composer. But then he also mentions that uh, this could possibly be his last soundtrack that he Aww. does as a main composer because mm. he's got some uh, some health issues. And so, How I don't know, that's, that's sad. But I I think he's like late 50s or okay, yeah. mid-60s or something like that. But um, yeah, that would definitely be noteworthy if this is the final game that Sakaguchi and Uematsu work together on. And um, Oh yeah, he definitely looks yeah. a little, he's up there. A little gray in the hair. Yeah, um, that's, that's my fucking guy right there. That's your guy, huh? Um, yeah, that's, uh, you know, if you're talking about Mount Rushmore of video game composers, he's definitely on. He's up there. Definitely. I think this game um, looks really cool. Um, yeah. Just just those, like, the the, the painstaking, like, uh, things you see on this uh, in this article, them, like, doing, like, miniature, like, plants and chairs and... Uh, little vases and stuff that's it's really cool um, yeah still a really cool idea and um they showed off some of the uh the battle system uh past couple weeks here yes and um one cool thing they showed off was this thing called uh, dimension which is like um <laughs> chris chris is trying to facetime something Saint FaceTime us. I don't know if somebody wants to get in on that. <laughs> he does that every time he texts. He always accidentally hits the FaceTime button. He's got fat <laughs> fingers. That's why. He'll be back All right. on. All right. I think I've been designated as the host. So if he's trying to get in, I don't know. If you might have to invite him again. For. Well, if I have to invite him again, he needs to text me that I have to invite him instead of just saying dudes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, they showed off. Um, this thing called Dimension, which is um, like you're walking around in a field and you'll get into random battles like you would in, normally would in uh, Japanese RPGs, but um, you could have it set so you're sending these enemies automatically to like an alternate dimension. Ah. And then hmm. um, like in the upper right of the screen, you'll have like a counter of how many enemies you've collected, and then you choose when you want to go in there and fight all of these enemies at once. That's and, interesting. Um, yeah, so like it's like you can just turn it off like when you want to if you don't want to be annoyed by it, and you just can't. Yeah. Oh, Chris is back. What? <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So uh, yeah, you decide when you you know when's the right time to go into this dimension to fight all these enemies, and uh, I think there's probably a, like a risk reward going on there because you don't want to wait too long. Yeah. And uh, be overwhelmed. But. Uh, yeah, and they also kind of showed off how, um, you know, when you're going in there against a big group of enemies, like, most of the attacks are, like, line line attacks. Yeah. Where you're, like, um, you know, you're hitting multiple enemies at the same time. And, uh, like, maybe one attack will be going straight ahead, and then, like, one attack will be able to, like, boomerang around. And so you're kind of, uh, you know, plotting out what's, like, the most efficient way to use your skills to, you know, take them out. And, uh, yeah, I think it, it's, uh, I may have to, uh, forego my, uh, mobile game policy here and, um, I might have to, uh, get Gotta... me a free month of Apple Arcade and, um, check it out. You Seems know? like it would be worth it for that. Um, yeah. Cause yeah. like you're saying, it looks like it just looks, has those straight up like full game vibes. It doesn't have anything like mobile about it. It doesn't really yeah. strike me as that. Um, yeah. 
I feel like I want to kind of play it too. It's just kind of appealing to me in a certain way. Um, seems a little sci-fi too, which seems cool. Um, yeah, the battle system looks fun though. Just looks good. I'm digging the art style too. I love miniatures. Yeah. So it piques my interest. <laughs> Everything looks so fucking good. Yeah, just the the movement around the towns and stuff, like the way they did it, looks. It looks great. It looks incredible. Yeah, I'm surprised. Um, you know, I'm surprised there hasn't been uh, other games kind of using this. You know. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, this dude's like 58 years old, and he's still coming up with like brand new shit. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah, I think the only it, other thing I can uh, think of is like, uh, like the Neverhood game using like all the like the clay models and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what was that PS1 game with the clay models? Is that the same thing? Clay, clay fighters? fighters. No. That. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. I don't know. Either way, people have done this with clay before, but uh, yeah, I guess these are probably like 3D printed, right? Gotta be, yeah. yeah. And then, like, maybe, like, painted, like, hand-painted or something. Yeah, it looks yeah. like a lot of, like, hand, like, crafting goes into it. Um, like I was saying, it just looks insane, like, the amount of miniatures they have and the amount of detail that goes into it is pretty cool. Yes. And, uh, yeah, so we also got the uh, release date here for uh, Monster Hunter Stories 2, Wings of Ruin, coming out July 9th. Um, has anybody played the first Monster Hunter stories? I didn't even Not know me. they had a spinoff. No, I don't think I was even aware of a, a video game called Monster Hunter stories before they revealed the second one. Oh, I definitely was not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, those look kind of neat though. Um, you know, just a heavily like a story based, uh, Monster Hunter game with a nice, like cell shaded, uh, art style going on. Is what is action? the gameplay like? Is, yeah, is it an just, action game? Is like, it action? Yeah. Uh, I think it's probably turn-based, but... It's a 3DS game. And that's uh, it's coming out on Switch and PC, so this is def- this is coming to PC as well. Ah, okay. Will Peep. Yeah, I just want to see what it plays like, kind of. It's got some, like, Pokemon vibes to it. Yes. Yeah. And oh. um, I guess it is turn-based. Yeah, at least the, fir- the first one is. It looks like it has, it, like Chris just says, it has like this Pokemon vibe with the bottom screen, like letting you choose your actions and stuff. Okay, it is an RPG. It describes itself as so. Looks neat. Doesn't say turn-based, but that's cool. Yes, and um, <clears throat> we also have another Monster Hunter Rise demo coming here before the launch of that game. Yeah. And uh, it's going to have a new monster to fight. Don't have the name of that monster. (laughs) (laughs) I think it said it was... uh, Black Diablos. Magma something. Yeah, the one that was featured in the trailer. Magma Tomos. Magna Malo. Magna Malo. My best friend. Definitely not a monster that appeared in World. So maybe it's just a new monster to rise. Or maybe it's a, a long time... Monster Hunter Monster? I think it's that one that looks like a samurai. The one they made uh, an amiibo for. I don't remember. Alright, I'm taking your word for that. There you go. Boom. Done. <laughs> Next. <Mallow. laughs> yeah, and um, yeah, that's kind of it for news this week. Um, 
But uh, it was the yeah. PS2's uh, 21st anniversary this past week. He can drink. Let's do it. <laughs> so uh, how about we do this? Uh, very quick. Uh, favorite PS2 game? Oh, boy. Mm. Oh, boy. Very quick. Uh, <laughs> somebody else go first. <laughs> I'll go first. Vice oh. City. Okay. All right. Obviously. I mean, that's my favorite game of all time, right? So it's my favorite PS2 game. <laughs> you know, as well. Hmm. I mean, it's like definitely a toss-up because there was like a lot of time spent. With, yeah, like, it took a lot know, from that. Tony Hawk games, obviously. And then, you know, Shadow of the Colossus is fucking amazing. Uh, Resident Evil 4 was like game changer. <laughs> I can, there's just so many. I don't know. Definitely has a very big library. I, I like PsyOps a lot. Nobody played... I, well, not a lot of people I knew played it. I'm sure people have now. PsyOps is basically the predecessor to fucking control. So, like... Is that a remedy? Or are you just... It's not a remedy. It's like the same gameplay, though. It's like moving the stuff off the walls oh, okay. and throwing it. And then, you know, not the best shooting, but, you know. So, pretty cool. Derek, you got one? Favorite PS2 game? Madden 05. PS2 game. Yeah, Madden. Um, I don't really. I was an Xbox person. I did have a PS2, but I didn't play it that much. So, I mean. You just watch Joe Dirt blue, blue, uh, DVD yeah, on it? Yeah, I just watch DVDs on it all the time. This is a DVD machine. Um, Carlos, you can go first before me. I'll, I'll come up with something. Okay. Though. I I guess I have two. So, if I had to say my all time favorite, probably San Andreas. Like, I had those codes memorized and knew exactly what to press to get the jetpack and the tank. Close second <laughs> is uh, Final Fantasy X. I just, I love that game. <laughs> I've bought it many, <laughs> many times, but. Solid, solid choice. Tom's the only defender. Yeah, I guess I'm just going to have to say. Um, there's a lot of games. <laughs> lot of games. Oh, uh, Metal Gear Solid 2. Um, playing that on there. Okay. I do you remember that? getting that and playing the demo i think that had a demo um came with a game informer or a game or something like that i forget what game it came with though do you guys remember i have no mm. fucking idea uh yeah oh oh um didn't um zone of the enders oh yes that with, was it yep. come with that yeah exactly yeah that's what it came with and i remember going over to my friends asking he had zone of enders and playing it i was like oh man this game's really cool and um remember getting it and playing it um, definitely, probably my fondest memory of that, and of course, yeah, like Grand Theft Auto, like the rest of you too. Um, Vice City and three, just remember playing the shit out of that too. Oh, let me let me ask you something about. Uh, oh, Chris, you have something to say? It sounds like you have something to say. I was gonna say Twisted Metal Black. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Uh, let me ask you something about uh, Metal Gear Solid Two, Derek. At the yeah. time, did okay. you did you know about the Raiden thing? Were you did that keep get you off guard or did you know i listen i two was my first one i never played okay. the first one okay so i didn't have that expectation really so you know playing it i was like oh like this is the dude you know you didn't know but it wasn't as. like a shock to you because you it wasn't a shock to me experience. because i didn't really know yeah like right, i never okay. experienced the first one just like this is how these games are i guess <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
I don't know. I just remember it like I was. I fell in love with like the weirdness of it and just like how crazy it was. And I was just into shooters definitely as a kid. So I think the military aspect of it like appealed to me too. Yeah, I'm just. Um, I'm always fascinated by by that uh, Metal Gear Solid Two situation. And uh, you know, yeah. I didn't get into Metal Gear really until four. Like when four came out is when I went back and played everything. So yeah, you know, I've always trying to hear from somebody who was like, "Oh, what the hell is this?" Who's this blonde yeah. guy? That's <laughs> Definitely some people freaking out about yeah. that. Um, I think people have come to accept that though now, right? Like, back, like, like. Well, it, no, it, yeah, right. but it's like, like a good, it's like a good memory for most people. Like being like, a, it's just yeah. crazy that they pulled it off. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, that he actually did that. <laughs> like, you know, that bait and switch. I, I mean, I guess uh, Naughty Dog kind of did that with the uh, Last of Us Two. They were able to pull that off. Yeah. That's true. I think it wasn't Snake and all the marketing material and stuff, too. And yeah. Like, yeah, it was yeah. a total <laughs> real bait and switch. Yeah, yeah it was a real, they were like, oh, I can't wait. The fuck? And all of like the preview materials that they gave to like magazine outlets and everything. Just the, the tanker segment with Snake in the beginning. And yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. I think... Um, Naughty Dog was doing something similar with that, where they would, um, like, they were showing demos of the game, but they're changing the characters up, and so, like, there's characters in certain chapters that are not there in the original, in, in like, the natural flow of the game. Yeah. And so people had, didn't, you know, they had no reason to expect, you know, the character switch up, so. Word. That's pretty cool. Cool stuff. Cool stuff. Hey, yo. And I think we're going to take a quick break. All right. And, uh, yeah, break time. And we're back, and uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about what we've been playing this past week. And uh, I think I think we're gonna start with Christopher this week. Okay. So Chris, what you what you been playing? Uh, all right. So yeah, I, I uh, downloaded on Plus. I got that Final Fantasy VII remake. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, I'm about two hours in, just because I wanted to push past the uh, stigma that I have. About not playing. So you got further than I thought you were going to get. That's, yeah. That's good, though. Just basically because I was trying to prove you wrong. I'm not like. It's <laughs> <laughs> promising. No, I. Now that you played that much, you can just, like. You know what? I think, I, think, uh, <laughs> I think you'll only get about 20 hours in, actually. Oh, damn it. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, it's the new bet. That's the new milestone. So easily <laughs> manipulated. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. So I played, you know, I got out of the, uh, the Mako reactor, which I thought was Mako reactor, but. Whatever. I called it Mako as a kid as well. Yeah, so, but... Spelled that way, and that's an English word, too, for that, Yeah, you know? so they all said Mako. Easy mistake. But now, uh, yeah, so I beat the spider tank thing. Um, that did take way too long, just like you guys said. 
And, uh, you know, but I enjoy it. Like, it's definitely, like, a lot more fluid than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be a little more stilted with, like, pauses in the action that it forced on me. But really, if you want, you could just be a dick and, like, run around. Like, you're not going to kill anything, but... Right. You can. Once you get, like, that, the system down, what gets hard is, to me, I, I don't know about you guys, but it gets gets hard just when you have a bunch of party members and you're switching back and forth using all these abilities i mean that's when it it's, gets a uh, lot the most fun thing. that's when it's most fun yeah. though yeah um but i think i was i was overwhelmed in the beginning just learning it and stuff yeah. and getting in the flow yeah, of it no i enjoyed it um, what, I, was what I was saying really was that like you could just hit square the whole time but like when you start doing all the different things and you have you know different people and now you know i'm starting to you're gonna want i'm getting it, like yeah. the, you're gonna want to start swapping materia and yeah stuff like i'm getting like the that. tick of um, like you know oh i have a little bit better sword now and like oh i put some different materia into the sword and you know so that's cool and like you know i'm at the little town where you get your apartment and tifa is basically everybody's just being a douchebag at the cloud for whatever reason <laughs> And he's just like basically quiet. <laughs> like he's like he's like just minding his own business, waiting for his paycheck, and everybody's just being rude to him. <laughs> like he's like, I did what you asked me to do. Like what? Uh, so yeah, it's pretty cool. I, I like like I said like in episodes past, I've never played seven, so I don't know the whole. Like I know Sephiroth's name from like you know the common the zeitgeist of gaming, but like I don't know it for my own so like i'm seeing that guy like going around and there's like these like ghosts and shit and i can't even imagine how they would make that look in this ps1 version like the ghosts and like the cutscenes. like what well fun funny you mentioned that yeah because the, the, yeah. Ghosts are, <laughs> the ghosts are not present in the original game yeah th- those are a new thing yeah. oh. okay so there you go well there you go and uh yeah so it's it's pretty good like i think i'm gonna stick with it at least a little bit more until you know Hopefully, I can stick with it throughout the whole thing. Stick with it, yeah, because the combat gets really. You should stick really with it fun. until you unlock Tifa as a battle character, and you should see it's how awesome. you like it when you're switching back and forth between three different characters. Right. That's when it really opens up. I think we just. Yeah, I think I just got her to go out and kill some like things in the scrapyard, but I haven't had her and another person do an actual. Yeah, when mission. you get uh, Tifa and Barrett and Cloud together, that's when like you'll see the real game. Gotcha. You know. Yeah, it blossoms a little bit more. I also would like to kind of just, like, get it off my fucking gaming backlist, you know what I mean? Like, my backlog. Like, because it's, like, one of the games, like, if I meet a new person, like, it's always brought up. And I'm like, I, I'm sorry, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> and they're like, come on, you know Cloud. I'm like, yes, I do, but, like, not in the way that you want to have this conversation. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? That's how I feel like, about, like, Zelda, you know? Exactly, yeah, yeah similar. <laughs> yeah. That's, like, the only reason why I played fucking the one with the stupid moon. The Majora's Mask. I was like, oh, let me get a Zelda game under my belt. And that was like, everybody's like, you played the wrong one, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> That's the weirdest one, though, Majora's Mask. I, I do need to play that one. Yeah, so. Sorry, just thinking out loud. Good. And then, uh, yeah, so, and then I got a beta that was from something we watched. I don't remember what it was. Like one, it's called the uh, Eternal Cylinder. And... I basically, like, I must have signed up for something for the Game Awards, I'm thinking. Because I got sent an email, like, here's that beta you requested for the Epic Game Store. Go play this game. So, I mean, I downloaded it. And I actually, like, I'm really digging it. Like, I think it's, like, awesome. And I don't know how long the beta is going to go for. But it's, like, it just keeps going. I played for, like, four hours today. Um, it's ba- That's It's cool. basically just, like, you're, like, a little, like, Pikmin guy. Um, but you just have two legs. It's, like, very unique art style. Like... It kind of looks like an odd world mixed with like 
know, like something from I thought Fallout, it looked like a little like No Man's Sky. Yeah, like almost like procedurally reason. generated, but it's not. I don't think. Um, but basically, you're just like this little guy, and there's like a really cool like British, uh, you know, uh, narrator talking over the whole time, and he's like, and then the trail bug walks down the path, and blah blah blah, and it's like talking to you, and it's you basically just gotta like collect you gotta like kill enemies and then collect their abilities and it changes what your guy looks like almost like spore like so if i kill like a big frog thing i get its legs and then i could jump higher and then if i get a bat thing and eat it for some reason that gives you health i don't know i thought i was gonna get wings but whatever (laughs) and so but you're going and then like you, you you basically just start walking down the path and then it's like oh look behind you and there's a giant fucking cylinder just like destroying the whole world behind you and you have to run up to these like checkpoints and like activate them basically and then the cylinder will stop for a little bit and you get to explore and then when you do all the tasks for that area the cylinder will turn back on and come back after you it's very very unique very i've never played anything like it and oh it looks like an acid trip it's nuts and there's like all these like there's like these enemies that like are way bigger than you at first and i'm like how the fuck like it just looks so cool like it's I see like these little. Uh, did you find it's like a green? It has like a green orb under it or something. Yeah, those things you have to like collect the orbs and like uh, shoot them at people or something. I don't know. It's very like okay. it's very like uh, open to interpretation. Like what you're supposed to be doing. It, it, it doesn't hold your hand <laughs> at all. And I'm just like, what the fuck am I supposed to be doing? And then I found like a big glowing thing, and it's like not where I'm supposed to be. <laughs> like, <laughs> but uh, it actually reminds me of. I, I know I don't know if anybody here has played Half Life, but like the Zen world in Half Life, yeah, kind of, yeah, I, yeah, it looks like that. So it's very interesting. It reminds me of a, a game I'll be talking about later on this episode. I was gonna say oh, from what okay. I saw in pictures for that game, I know what you're talking about. No, it, it does look kind of similar. It definitely, yeah. But, uh, so yeah, I'm gonna stick with that for a little bit because it's also cool they implemented because it's a beta. Instead of having you go on like their Discord and tell them something's wrong or whatever, like if I ever get like any type of bug or anything, because I, I kind of like doing that shit. But it's just you just have F8. You could just type in whatever you want. You can send a screenshot. You can, and it's all within the game, so you don't have to like leave and like do anything. You can just do it right then and there. So, mm, that's, so cool. that's pretty cool. It also seems like pretty done. Like I don't know, but whatever it's early access still or no no it's just a beta it's just a oh it's just a beta yeah, they just like, sent me okay. a beta code but uh and then i just played some more valheim and there's nothing really to be said about that i'm still waiting you and uh, s- everybody else yeah i'm, <laughs> I'm kind of waiting like for a good moment to play with other people but like you know i'm still like just i definitely want to do that yeah, um, yeah i want to get like a like a i think we need to hop crew, on it like a big crew yeah because yeah. you can get up to 10 people on there and we should definitely, you know, we can approach that probably. Because yeah, um, I'm still going into the Black Forest, which is like just like the secondary area-ish. And it's like, it's not too far from where you start. And I'm just getting fucking like one-shotted and like murdered by like... Yeah, you got to stay around that area in the beginning a little bit. Um, I just feel that game respects your time a lot. Like as a survival game, I like having, like it has the hunger stuff, right? Um the one thing it doesn't have is a fucking thirst meter, which is fucking horrible. Like, well, I hate thirst meters. I mean, um, <laughs> wait, the opposite, actually. <laughs> the opposite, the opposite. Um, no, but it just feels it's. I don't know. I could play it for a long time. 
that's just how I feel about it. Right. You know? Yeah. No. It's all. It's, it's just very one of those games. comfy. And like, if you don't, it's very comfy. If you don't want to be relaxing, like, pushed, like you could just kind of chill and do whatever you want. The, the resources they feel like more plentiful. I don't know. Yeah. Like, there's like an unlimited feel, amount like, of very work. plentiful. Like like... Yeah. And um, you know, it it doesn't really make you do too many grindy things, and it just has the element of like you can go around and and it has like a PVE element to it too. I guess most survival games do, but right. I don't know something feels different about it that I like. Yeah. Um, I didn't play a lot of it, but yeah, it's it's a good game. Definitely. Yeah, I'm not that far in either, but I do have like a couple friends with like uh, private servers or whatever, because it's not like you have to pay or anything. You just literally just launch yeah. a different launcher and start a private server. But so yeah. I'm sure we'll hop on with somebody eventually because they keep yeah, on. Definitely. They're also doing like hot fixes and shit and like. All the time. Yeah, every time I log in, they always have some new features or some new pop fixes that they're doing. Yeah, so, so I finally got a good I mean, set of clothes and some weapons. A lot of people bought it, so they have to be able they have to be flush with cash right now. Um, <laughs> and know. stress, I'm sure. <laughs> yes, I'm sure stress to deliver now. So Yeah, so we'll but that's uh that's pretty much all I played this week. Just those three. I tried to play Mar- Maquette again and it literally locked up another time, so I'm like Okay. That okay. Sucks. I'm sorry. See ya. Goodbye. Like, because I like that's like my fucking bread and butter type of game. Like I love those shits. And I'm, Puzzlers, I'm just getting yeah. like fucking annoyed. Like I'm like I'm trying. Like what? It's a, it's a good. They also yeah. did. I think it's it uh, it's worth going back trying for a third time. Yeah. Okay. I think because they also did another update. I think right or did they just do the one? Mm, they pushed uh, out one that I got. One? That was like a gig. Yeah. All right. That's it for the me. One. All right, um, Carlos, what you been playing this week? Uh, I got back into Persona Five Strikers. Uh, like I finally found the right groove to kind of just motivate myself with this game because, uh, you know, I think we talked about this last episode. I just was playing it too much like regular Persona, where I just thought I had to just speed run this game in one go. You know, where you just go into the palace and you just take that entire day to beat the palace. Here, because I guess. The, uh, the days progress story-wise instead. I just take a checkpoint, leave to heal, sell whatever stuff I find, get new items, jump back in, and then proceed. So, as far as I can tell, the story only progresses as you beat the jails, or I guess reach certain like checkpoints or whatever. Which is nice. I mean, I get it. There's, there's no way they were going to do the whole time management system in a Musos game. I mean, I'm sure they could, but... Uh, that takes, like, years yeah. to develop, too, I feel like, all the interests yeah. of that. that, and I found, like, a good balance in, like, switching my team up, so I know who affects, like, what uh, enemies are going to pop up. I know I, I'm a lot more, uh, what's the word? I'm, I'm a lot more on top of just switching between my characters, too, because, like, it incentivizes you, because it's like, oh, Ryuji can do this move right now for extra damage. It's like, okay, let me press, like, the right directional button, and then poof, you switch to him, and then he's doing more damage. So it's, it's, it's getting a lot more fun. Uh, I got... I don't know how long this game is, but I want to try and focus on that. Are you um, given like the full crew, full cast of characters from the get go, or yeah, do they kind of? So, okay. Yeah, so like right off the start, it's like first it's just you, I guess just like a throwback to the original Persona Five. It's just you, Ryuji, and Mona. But then like thirty minutes later, the rest of the gang is like recruited in to help you, and then you got the uh, the new character Sophie who helps you too. Who is yeah, the premise is, I think, right, you're just, like, meeting up again after the school year. Yeah, it's just supposed to be, something. like, you know, vacationing with your friends. Joker, yeah. like, yeah, exactly. Uh, but, yeah, I, I want to focus on that because I have, like, too many RPGs, like, sitting in the background. <laughs> and, 
yeah, get yeah, that one done. I also went back to Yakuza Zero. Uh, again, having a lot of fun. I'm like playing as Majima right now, and his uh, breakdancing style is just. Ins- I don't want to say insanely overpowered because <laughs> I got my ass stomped by Mr. Shakedown, but definitely well, a lot more yeah. fun. Oh, Mr. Shakedown. That guy man. killed me, and I like turned the game off. <laughs> I was like, all right, whatever. Oh, <laughs> I got a little overpowered. I don't think I ever like beat him a single time. I was feeling pretty confident. He's like an end game kind of thing. I think I think he's like weaker at certain points or something, or like damage carries over with Mr. Shakedown. I I remember there was a guy that said the fastest way to make money is first get beat up by Mr. Shakedown, but then jump him at this point to get it all back. And I'm like, that sounds like a lot of work. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if I ever did that. Oh, plus plus uh, money isn't really something. That uh, is in short it's supply. So in that game. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's, it's flying out of people yeah. when you're punching them. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm at the point where I unlock the uh, the cabaret management system. You know, with the, all the hostesses hey. and stuff. Yeah, that's the best uh, part. It is. It's fun. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Uh, oh, is it like the, I've only did like the first one. The like, I guess the introductory one where you got like the one girl who's like dumb as bricks, but she's like your best cabaret girl. <laughs> she's the best. <laughs> you yeah, but you gotta. Yeah. You gotta train her up. I'm gonna make the, the best cabaret hostess that there is. Uh, yeah, I think I got it a little too much right into on. it because it spent a decent amount of cash, like getting all of her stats to like double O's. So she was like, I had to get her like top tier sexy and then all the other stuff. But she's like painfully mm. unfunny. But it's like whatever, you know. That's why you got all the other girls. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, it's like a. It's like a. You know, they all have their strengths, right? And you gotta yeah. match them you up. Gotta, you gotta balance your your staff out. You gotta get a good you know? s- good uh, stable of hostesses. Yeah. You know, to uh, yes. I feel like I'm gonna like this the get... hostess managing thing a whole lot better than Kiryu's just building management thing. I don't know, maybe that gets yes. more fun. But I liked both of them. But the 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 uh, yeah, the cabaret is more fun, definitely. Yeah, I found that the Kiryu thing to be kind of boring, but uh, yeah, cabaret definitely a lot of fun. It's just you'll find out that it just. I'm not gonna spoil anything, but it does have a whole fleshed out kind of arc to it. Um, so just yeah, if you keep doing it, uh, you'll be rewarded. Yeah. Kind of. I think that. yes. Uh, I guess you guys would be the experts. Is there a point in the game where you can lock yourself out of things? You know how like a story will tell you, oh, this is like the point of no beyond kind of thing. So if I keep progressing chapter to chapter, Kiryu and Majima, is there a point where I no. can't go back? Because I mean, it, it does that thing where even if you did complete the game it'll just you put you into something called premium adventure which is just yeah, you, you just back on the map have access to all the sub stories and everything can finish finish anything up okay so yeah it's mainly for 100 uh, percent. yeah just to gotcha. release. okay because yeah. uh you know i like um, finding the sub stories or like all these side quests and things uh yeah i just want to progress the story more it's, it's not that i feel like the game is dragging itself out because it's giving me plenty to do i just I want to go back to Kiryu. I want to see what Kiryu's Absolutely, up to. just mainline it yeah. if you want to. Yeah, you don't have to. I mean, I like to just. I don't even want to. I'm just like drawn to do stuff yeah. in that game. Really, like it's not even that. Like I'm, I'm looking for stuff to do. It just happens, kind of. And like I find myself, I'm like, oh, I just spent four hours playing the cabaret. Like, yeah. you know, like I got a question: yeah. is uh, is that kid who looks like he's thirty, the blonde-haired kid? Is he the guy from Kiwami Two? Yes. Yes. Okay. I'm like, wait. Like they keep talking about this guy, like he's important. And I'm like, wait, doesn't he look like the guy on the box for Kuami too? Is that him? Well, well, there's. I don't know if you're talking about the same character, but there is. There's a sub story. Yeah, it's a blonde kid. Yakuza Zero. Yeah. 
Yeah. He's the one right. beating so up all the bullies. He only, right. He only appears in like that one little thing, though. But that is the dude from Kiwami 2. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't even know that. Yeah. That's cool. He's like the bad guy, right? Yeah. Did you play Kiwami 2, Dirk? I did. I okay. did. Yeah. Yeah. Cabaret minigame in Kiwami 2 also very good. Very fun. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And then, uh, other than that, I also went back on Hades. Uh, still having a lot of fun. I'm having a really bad RNG run right now, just because, uh, you know, it's roguelike. So every time I go through uh, the little corridors or whatever, I just get, like, the shittiest luck. Like, I'll get, like, crappy boons or, um, yeah, or, like, the enemy placement just, like, perfectly counteracts whatever weapon I chose for that run. And then I end up dying before I touch the boss. So I'm, like, stuck where... I can beat the first boss, usually no problem. Uh, second boss, I usually get beat up a bit, but it's fine. I have not seen the third boss since, like, the last time I was playing Hades. So it's like, I'm having fun with this game. I think, uh, Derek, you were the one who told me the other day, like, focus on getting more keys to unlock more of my abilities, I guess. So I have, like, yes. a stronger chance of surviving it, and I think that's what's going to get me that. Foc- focus on that mirror, man. Um, the mirror is, like, the best... That's you, you know, that's your RPG, like, elements, kind of, and you can really boost yourself up with that. And make sure you know that, kind of, you know, it could switch from the green to the purple, like, lettering, uh, depending on what you want to do. Um, Like I was saying, with those things, I think what helped me the most was, like, uh, those, like, diamond sort of things that you shoot. Um, You can put, like, up to three of them in in an enemy, and I think it does, like, plus 20 damage every time you have, plus 20% damage uh, every time you have one of them. Yeah in an enemy um what what are you using for your weapons what are you finding that you kind of do runs uh, with or have, have well i just with? recently bought the uh the claws the gloves i guess the one where you're just kind of like punching so i'm really liking that one a lot uh before that i think the cool. shield was just like my main oh. just because it just yeah the being able to awesome. deflect or just block helps so much instead of just waiting for a boon yeah that's what i mean in that third boss battle man when you have the shield you can just kind of block yeah. them um at certain points, because um, did you have you killed like either one of them no, yet? Like no? it's like okay, yeah, it's it like took those me two so guys from Dark Souls, which the uh, Orkstein and I. I usually when I was doing that one, when I did, yeah, you know, yeah. I focused on the bull first. The bull is like the easier one to kind of. Does take he out. power up the other one if I kill one? Is it going to be that? Ah, that yeah, that new, basically, going to be that kind of fight. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't power up the other one. So in the beginning, like it's normal, and then once you get him to like. I think 30% health or something like that, 40%. He, like, powers up and he starts casting, like, this AoE, like, lightning attack that's... It's a pain in the ass. Um, But that is, like, the last real kind of... I don't want to spoil it for you. You Fair enough. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's a hard boss fight, but, you know, you're, you're... You're a ways in at that point already, you know? I'll power through it. I think, uh, at the very least with Hades, I can do a quick... A quick run, really. I think that's probably what I like. What yeah. got me to go back to it is that that's the best part about it. Is like, kind of like I would do that. Um, that's why I like the Switch too, because it's like something I could play like portably, and just like do a quick yeah. run, put it down, you know, or do a quick couple of runs, and then. But it's it's so good you don't even really want to like put it down. Really, I feel like I know that's like, no, kind of cliche saying. to say. Um, it's just it it feels good to play. Um, the runs it's it's fun the, the way they have the combat um it doesn't feel you know it's snappy and fun um 
yeah, um, you know, just keep trying. I, I think I made it up to the last boss okay. like once. Um, yeah. It's kind of something I probably will, I kind of want to download again now that you're playing it. Um, just so we can talk about it a little sure. bit more. Yeah. Good I, game, though. The writing, how are you finding, like, do you, when you go back, uh, when you die, do you kind of hop in and talk to everybody I, once you I get back? I kind of do, because no? I know you have, like, like those relationship values with everyone, uh, especially after you give them the little yeah. nectar thing. So I feel like I like talking, seeing their relationships, obviously getting the values up. I think you can romance Meg at some point too, or the uh, Thanatos. I haven't unlocked that guy, but yeah, Thanatos is uh, the Grim yeah. Reaper dude. And then um, um, I think the and then the last game I played this week is uh, I just went back to the PSP again because I just downloaded a whole bunch of PSP games for my emulator. Uh, was Mega Man powered up? like the remake for the first game it's like super cutesy it's like you know when they were trying to reboot both series so x became the serious one mega man became the more child-friendly one and uh a i forgot how hard it was even in its like new style because like x took a nosedive in terms of difficulty this one is just like nah bro have fun uh have fun (laughs) giving this to a little kid uh, I also forgot that it did the Mario Maker thing before Mario Maker because, like, you could collect yeah. all these things to build your own Mega Man stages. And, you know, I don't remember the, how good the PSP online was back in the day, but, you know, you could share it online and invite people to do it. And it's crazy to me that Capcom just never stuck with it or brought it back, especially after how well Mario Maker did. I'm like, holy shit, why didn't you guys just do this? There's, like, a fan mm. version of it, like, that still you could still use online. Mm. And like, you know, make your own like levels and share them and stuff like that. They still have like some type of server running. Yeah, because like even like ROM hack wise, I think Mega Man is probably like the most popular, if not the second most popular after Mario. So it's like, I know they went through that whole time where like they canceled the guy, but I mean, there's your quick early buck. Sell it for like twenty dollars, put it on all systems, and then poof, just make that money with yeah, people I think making. There's their definitely own content. A, a market for a Mega Man maker. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe one day. Maybe after Maybe X9. Apparently, th- those games all sold horribly in Japan. So it's like, you know, and they usually cater to that audience, even though it sold better in America. Yeah, I think it... Uh, well, maybe not anymore. Yeah, but, yeah. I think back in the day, uh, I get the idea of why they wanted to put it on the PSP, because Sony was doing pretty good against Nintendo at that point. But it probably would have been better on the DS. I mean, it would have looked way worse, but like... It went on to sell, like, what, 100 million units, the the regular DS, I think? Wow. I don't know. I never thought it would do it because the first version of it just looks so ugly compared to the PSP. Yeah. That fucking spaceship. (laughs) Ugly clam design. (laughs) Uh, But that's all I got. Fun times. All right. I think I'm going to go next. Um, So uh, I've been playing uh, some more Genshin Impact. And, um, you know, normally I would just play for like 20 minutes a day, but the past couple of weeks I've been uh, hunkering down for some longer play sessions, and I uh, thought it would just be a good opportunity to talk about um, just the, the prolonged uh, success of this game, and uh, it's still extremely popular. Um, they just had uh, some earnings report that came out a couple of weeks ago saying they, they had $800 million in gross revenue this past year just from Jesus, this one game oh and um yeah anytime they have some t- sort of announcement like a new character's coming it's like number six trending topic worldwide like twitter's going crazy for it and 
Yeah. It's hugely, hugely popular. It's like really, yeah. Which is nuts because everybody I know who plays it, including you, I'm pretty sure, says like, I don't pay anything. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. I yeah. Still, uh, yeah. None of that 800 million came from me. So. I think it's those uh, gotcha waifu <laughs> sales. They're like, hey, uh, check out this new hot chick we're putting up there, man. Drop some cash and get That's, her. Yeah. Definitely a part of it, yeah. Definitely the appeal to some people. Yeah. So. Night skins. Well, yeah. Well, that and also the fact that it's on mobile. That's where they're probably getting all their bread. Yeah. Right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it runs great on mobile, too, from what you know, I've heard. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so I've been playing uh, a lot more of that uh, recently. And... Um, yeah, I'm still. Sometimes I'm playing it. I'm still just like taken aback by just how stunning, <laughs> how stunning it is on PS5. It looks beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I know it probably looks great on if you have a nice PC. I'm sure it looks really good there. It does. Yes. But, uh, yeah. I think just because I played on PS4 for so long, that just my God. Like sometimes I'm playing, I'm just damn. Like this looks so good. Do you have it? You have a 4K um, setup or no? I do. Yes. You even look. Yeah, it looks, as I was saying, like, when you were saying the PC, I played it in 4K on there, oh like, God. a little bit. And it's, like, so fucking vibrant. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. It's definitely yeah. the best-looking, like, cel-shaded anime game out there. And um, I would say so. Yeah. Um, the only other thing... Didn't they... Go ahead. Nope, oh, sorry. Yeah, I was just gonna say, didn't they drop a new uh, boss fight or character or something? Uh, I think I was... Yeah, they just Primo dropped Primo gems. That's, well, that's, that's that's the currency. Yeah. Primo gems. Oh. <laughs> free primo gem codes. It just dropped three days ago. And how to redeem? Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. they give you some free currency every now and then. They're they're pretty generous with giving the currency out. Um, Definitely. Yeah, you can earn it too. So yeah, who uh, who Tao is the new character that they added? Who Tao? Uh, people are going crazy for. Uh, I have not pulled Hu Tao yet. But uh, who has a five star star? Yes, she's a five star character. Oh, but damn, um, do you got? Did you get that Deluke? Did you get Deluke? Nah, but I, I don't want any boys. So. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so you got the wizard chick in the leggings. I know that. I do right? have her. Yes. Yeah, the water caster. Apparently, yeah. if you're playing in China, there's a, a KFC collaboration where the <laughs> Hu Tao glider has a KFC. KFC logo. just permeating every but, facet of gaming. But so. In China, KFC is not the same company. It's just a it's a different food service called KFC. They're not related to <laughs> if that, if that computes in your head. It's not Kentucky Fried Chicken China. It stands for something else. Wow. wow. What a, a mindfuck. Holy crap. Maybe it's like kind of fishy chicken, you know? <laughs> no, well, if you look at their food items, it's not chicken at all. Oh, shit. Uh, I gotta look this up. Imagine they ran that promotion. But I there. appreciate you uh, participating in the Genshin Impact conversation. <laughs> yeah, you know, googling around. That was his insight. Yeah. Was KFC? <laughs> like, yo, they're giving out free tenders if you get this fucking character. Dude, I wish that'd be awesome. I'd go get some primo gems from uh, KFC. <laughs> <laughs> they call their tenders primo gems, like for for the week. Primo so. tendies. Yeah, you want a bucket of primo gems? <laughs> have Norm McDonald try and say Genshin Impact on there. Yeah, they have some weird stuff. I'm, I'm trying to look up what KFC in China is, and yeah, they have like weird stuff there. Oh, it's like noodles yeah. and vegetables and shit. And, and like, yes, yeah. meat on a stick. Yeah. yeah. Meat on a stick. They have a, a rose flavored chicken sandwich. It's like a pink bun. Gross. It looks very weird. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. 
Hey, man, whatever they're trying to eat over there, that's fine with me. Um, yeah. Let them do their thing. Yeah. All the other thing I was going to say, uh, it's kind of annoying about Genshin Impact, is that it does have some of the mobile trappings with, like, some stuff is, like, time-gated a little bit. Um, and, you know, ways to upgrade your character, you'll level them up, and then you'll hit, like, a level cap, and you need, like, to go to certain, like, dungeons to get um, the items needed to break these caps, or you'll level up your weapons, and you'll level up your skills, and, um, you know, so if I was playing, and I'm like, okay, I'm, I think I'm gonna level up my weapons today, and then I open up my map, and it's like, oh, well, that dungeon is only available on Wednesday, and it's Monday, mm. so fuck me, I guess, right? I guess I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, so that that's uh, that's kind of shitty, but um, yeah, I don't like small price to play though, right? For yeah. an otherwise good experience. Yes, yeah. and um, I'm, yeah, I'm probably approaching like 250 hours on this. Probably I haven't spent a dime, so yeah. Hey, that's good. That's like you know that design where you don't have to you know it it doesn't force you to spend the money, which is great. Oh, but uh, yeah, if anybody out there is playing, uh, hit me up. You know, we could there is co-op. So, we could co-op. We could tack, sure take down some bosses together. Hit 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 the god up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Did you beat that dragon yet? The uh, storm. What was it? Storm terror. Ah uh, yes, yeah. Okay. He wasn't too tough. Oh, that's right. like that's yeah. like the first major thing you do. I would think so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, also uh, still playing a lot of Game Pass stuff. Still jumping around, trying a lot of different things out. Um, one of the games I've kind of landed on that uh, I've stuck with a little bit here is uh, New Super Lucky's Tale, which is, um, you know, a perfectly competent little platformer. Uh, nothing, nothing uh, exceptional about it. It yeah. kind of feels like, um, you know, there was like a competent development team and they were just like forced to make a platformer with a <laughs> furry mascot. <laughs> and they're just like, okay, well, here you go. We, we did it. It works. It plays fine, you know. Kind of reminds me of Knack a little bit in that sense, where it's just like <laughs> they <praise>. needed. <laughs> yeah. I like Knack. Box quote. Yeah. Yeah, it's like Knack, you know. Yeah, in, in the sense that they just needed. They thought they needed like a mascot platformer for their lineup, and so yeah. it was like around that time that like uh, Super Hat in Time came out, and like something. There was like a bunch of like three D platformers coming out around that time. I remember. Right. But, uh, yeah. Um, I'm liking it. Um, it's solid. It's uh, much better than something like uh, Balan Wonderworld. But, um, <laughs> That's not hard. Though. Not nearly as good as something like Astrobot. So, right. you know. Um, but it's fun enough. Um, I downloaded I also... it on PC a couple times and deleted it before I ever even opened it a couple times. Because <laughs> it's just been on Game Pass for like a, yeah. for like a minute, so... I mean, it's worth free. Yeah. It's <laughs> you know, the best thing I can say about it. Um, I also checked out a game on there called uh, Journey to the Savage Planet, which uh, I've definitely uh, taken a liking to here. And um, this is like um, an exploration game, first-person exploration game. It's more like a an adventure-type game where you're doing like environmental puzzle-solving where you're exploring, and um, it looks a lot like what we thought 
No Man's Sky was going to look like when that game first came out. Uh, yes, I definitely yeah. remember like thinking the same thing. Right. Yep. So a lot of like very brightly colored environments, like pink grass, grass and like trees and like weird animals and stuff, weird aliens, and like a big Nerf gun that shoots a laser. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know, it's all about like uh, you know seeing all this weird flora and fauna and like seeing what happens when you interact with it and like seeing you know which monsters are going to be hostile towards you and uh you know it's also does a lot of uh resource gathering so uh yeah it does kind of look like uh that game you were talking about earlier chris um, yeah eternal cylinder yeah and i think there's like there's like a handful of games that kind of have, have the same look going on nowadays yeah yeah it's um, definitely becoming a thing yeah slowly like outer worlds kind of look like that a little bit yeah, 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 I get, bit, yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, yeah, and so the premise of this game is that uh, you know you're exploring to try to find habitable planets for humanity, and uh, there's this company that sent you, and um, you get uh, like messages from the CEO of this company that are uh, live action, and it's all like very like silly and uh, very fun. It's got like really good writing and it's well acted. And, like the whole game is just kind of like silly and. You've got, like, an AI that's talking to you the whole time that's just, uh, you know, really funny. And uh, so definitely, like, a light, lighter tone game. And, um, yeah, I definitely recommend checking it out if, if anybody's got Game Pass here. Still do. I played it at uh, PAX West when we went. I, I definitely enjoyed the little time they gave with us. Uh, you know, it was nice. Yeah, and... Um, kind of going into it i thought it was like one of those like multiplayer focused looter shooter things but uh i just assume so because you know oh, yeah. every game is because like every nowadays. game yeah that was... <laughs> yeah but, every game's uh, gotta be that now there is a co-op mode so you can play two players hmm. well done uh, yeah so uh yeah also um i mean i played other game pass games but nothing i want to talk about yet and um but i did play a little bit of maquette on PlayStation Plus. Right. And um, I'm a couple chapters in here. They, they kind of break it up into chapters where you have... Um, yeah. There'll be like one main mechanic that you're kind of managing for a little bit. And um, yeah, I'm like three or four chapters in. Um, it's really cool. It's really... Uh, yeah, I'm digging it. Yeah, or it's I got a nice it. vibe. Um, definitely vibe that Chris you would like, obviously. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it one more solid concerted effort, and then otherwise I'll just wait for it to come out on, or to be, like, cheap on PC. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I have uh, I have found some of the, the puzzles to be kind of uh, tricky at times. Um, Definitely. Yeah, but uh, for the most part, it's been kind of good at, um, you know, kind of stringing you along and teaching you, like, little by little, like, what to expect and how to, like, approach the puzzles. So I think it's been pretty good about that so far for me. Um, I, I did get stuck one time where I had to uh, look at the little PS Plus tips, which this game does have. <laughs> just like fucking I forgot that was a walk thing. of shame. You're just like, all right, let me <laughs> the see. The button press of shame. Yeah. I mean, it's right there. It'll show you a video of exactly what you have to do. 
oh, which is man. it's good and bad you know <laughs> it's, it's like that defeated feeling you're like oh, fuck, yeah. to, like you know and of course like the thing that i found that i was stuck on was like the simplest thing like you just had to like jump over a wall and i was like okay <laughs> yeah all right I, I got stuck on that too for a while i was like oh this is what i have to do like yeah uh, let me just i think it's good that it kind of keeps you in like a confined area a little bit like yeah you don't you're not going too far you're just kind of looking around and seeing what you can play with a little bit right and uh like the last major thing i did was um derek you, you i think you finished this um yeah so uh like the the chapter with the moving the crystal different colored crystals around and, oh uh, like the barriers Such a headache. yeah yeah so, some of those took me a little bit like trying to get like the the pink crystal out of the house while also the pink and green crystal right yeah I got stuck there, yeah, too, and then, you know, but it does have, like, those moments where, it, I mean, the best things about Puzzle, you have that Eureka moment where right. you're kind of like, oh, okay, that's what I have to do. Um, Most of the time, yeah, it, it, took just, me a it ends time. up being, like, something very simple, like, oh, I just have to leave Absolutely, yeah. in the yard. Yeah, you're, like, then, psyching, the mechanics of the game, <laughs> yeah, are not, they, they seem complicated, I think, but they're not as complicated as you think. Yeah. Like, a lot of the solutions are just very simple, you know, um... And, you know, there's definitely some stuff in there that, you know, is a little bit, like, obtuse, I think. But overall, like, it, it, it was pretty uh, pretty fair, I think. Yeah, and um, as you're progressing, you're getting little, like, vignettes about uh, this couple's relationship, how it's developing. Yeah. And, um, I don't know, that stuff seems to be, like, it's not as cringy as it could be, you know? Like, it could be my I thought in the beginning it would be. Yeah, yeah I thought in the beginning I was like, ugh. Yeah, but it actually is, like, you know, it's well-written. Yeah, and... like, um, I buy that. I buy their relationship, you know? It sounds natural. Yeah. You know? And, uh... The woman is actually Bryce Dallas Howard. Um... Is she an actress? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You ever see Jurassic Park, Jurassic World? Yeah. The Redhead? Oh, uh, okay. All right. Yeah. All right, that All makes right. sense. I like looking at her. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, all right chris nobody asked <laughs> but, you know, i didn't think they had that star power kind of in the scheme yeah um yeah i'll definitely try to go back to this and i'll try to finish this eventually i think just but, gotta uh, it's like one of those games if you or i'm not really sure obviously but it seems like one of those games if you don't just kind of do it you're gonna like be like ah shit like your head's not in that right yeah that zone you could definitely i could definitely like here. bounce off it if i leave it alone for too long yeah, I saw a one-hour playthrough posted. I didn't watch it. Exactly, but... you can really, you know. Yeah. It's not too long. You're you're almost done with it. Really? Okay. Yeah, I think some of the chapters, too, are are mostly, you know, they're lighter on the puzzles. So, I mean, you can kind of blow through it. All right. And I'm just going to toss it over to you, Derek, to finish things out here. So you can continue okay. on. Um, so, Persona 5 Strikers, still playing that. Um, I'm almost at the end of the first jail. Um, we kind of talked about it before, uh, when Carlos was talking about it, so I, I don't know if I have really too much to add to it. Um, still liking it. Um, getting used to, like, the combat of it, uh, is, the combat's getting smoother for me. Um, like I was saying before, I think it throws a lot at you yeah. at first, and once you kind of get used to the character switching and, um, just what their kind of unique moveset is, it gets kind of easier and a little bit more fun to play. Um, you know, still digging that. Um, yeah, I don't know if I have really anything else to add to Persona Five Strikers. I'm gonna keep playing it. Um, well, I have something I to like add. Four... Um, sure. What I have successfully finessed 
another free month of Gamefly. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, uh, so Persona 5 Strikers, here here we come. Yeah, yeah, I should be receiving that <laughs> in another day or two here. <laughs> use my my uh, use my father's address. <laughs> there you go. You're man. like, listen, Dick. I gotta pick you up for this vaccine anyway. I'm getting the game out. Of it. <laughs> I just hope. I think uh, one person who listens to our podcast, his name is Jeff Walker. He's the CEO of GameFly, so he's gonna find oh, out about right? this. Oh shit! <laughs> Dude, you know what? Screw that. Show. Like, hook us up. Yeah. <laughs> hook us up, Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. Where's that lifetime subscription? Let's go. <laughs> Let's do it. Uncanny Valley brought we'll to you by about... Gamefly. There you go. I wonder why they don't <laughs> actually send podcasts like. like because their the, margins like, are so thin that they yeah, can't. Yeah, they're, they're like yeah. almost out of business. They're like, all right, our head margins are eight bucks. <laughs> what are we going to do this month? <laughs> they Game Pass like, is killing them, bro, right now. <laughs> they made like 25 bucks in profit this month. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, yeah, you guys want to go out for fast food? <laughs> like, yeah. that's, that's all we can do. All right, we have enough to get some $5 boxes at Taco Bell. Like, you guys want to go? <laughs> I do. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, <laughs> I haven't had Taco Bell in a while. All right, go ahead, Derek, sorry. No, nah, it's okay. Uh, yeah, so per- Persona 5 Strikers, I'm going to keep playing it. Uh, good game. Uh, definitely cool. Uh, next thing I kind of dipped my toes into, I watched a YouTube video. Uh, Maddie McMuscles was doing a... He does the what what happened uh, yeah. videos, and he did one on GoldenEye, which was really interesting. And uh, it talked about the GoldenEye remake that I had no idea that this thing leaked, yeah. and I was just watching videos of it, and I kind of got like peaks. I was like, "Ooh, this looks great!" Um, so went into it, downloaded a couple programs, was able to get that. It's really easy to download, and it looks great. Uh, it plays just like the old one. Um, it has all the levels. It has multiplayer in it. Um, you know, it's kind of this game that got lost in the shuffle. Uh, they said that it wasn't Nintendo that didn't want to release it. Um, so if you watch like the YouTube video, he talks about how basically um, the people who hold the James Bond IP, whenever a new Bond uh, comes out, they want to put that Bond in, in all of the video games. Yeah. So, like, uh, Rare didn't want to do that. They wanted to keep Brosman in this remake, and they weren't having that. So they're like, the game was basically finished, and they're like, all right, we're not going to release wow. this. Way, to, way to stick to your principles there, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Um, but, yeah, this thing is a complete product, really. Um, you know, is it, and it it's is just a, cool uh, to go back. Uh, like an Xbox arcade game? Yeah, it was yeah. supposed to be an Xbox arcade okay. game. Um, so I think that's where... It got pulled from. It got pulled from like a test server of XBLA, um, and you know, basically, you know, got leaked on the internet. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's uh, the visuals are updated in a way um, where it's not like it's HD, right? Uh, the character models look far better. Uh, the environments look a lot better. Um, they have that kind of button where you can switch back and forth between the old graphics and the new graphics, um, which is pretty cool. Uh, I like to do that. Um, just playing that. I would like to see, you know, I don't know if you guys want to download it and try the multiplayer out. Um, you know, get a golden eye match going. Um, but yeah, I'm going to, I kind of want to finish that just for nostalgia stake um, and just kind of. Nostalgia steak. Nostalgia I steak. I like that. Oh, I, I um, for some nostalgia steak. <laughs> Yo, nostalgia steak is um, delicious right now. That's the uh, that's on the menu at KFC China. 
Nostalgia <laughs> <laughs> steak. <That's> specialty. <laughs> that's, that's it, huh? <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I think I'll go back to that and just go through it, kind of, to just relive it. Because um, I think as a kid, I always wanted to do, like, the double O version, the double O uh, difficulty, but I never could. Um, just because it was, like, too hard and I didn't know what to do. Did you have, um, like, a crew that you were playing four-player Goldeneye with back in the day? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, back in the day, uh, I was the house on the block I used to go to, and we used to just get in on some, some fucking james bond action did you ever do the uh, thing where you put the, the cardboard on the tv to block the, the we did that for halo okay when we did, we, we did that parties. for halo <laughs> um we actually we would get long ethernet cables and we were able to kind of sneak it throughout the house and we would play that way uh well that was for halo but um as far as james bond goes yeah it was uh one shot kill Golden Gun rules and uh, no odd job. Only uh, like so. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, we're gonna keep playing that. Um, I don't know if you guys, do you guys have any memories with uh, GoldenEye at all? Yeah, I used to. That's how I started to hate Brett. Yeah. <laughs> our friend, that's our friend Brett. Game. We used to go yeah. play, and like I used to, you know, my. Uh, attention deficit was at a, a peak <laughs> at this time and i'd be like we'd play like three matches and be like i'd be like let's i'm done here guys and they're like no dude we're playing all fucking night we got pizza coming and I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just like, it was one of those games yeah so i just remember that game when i go back to it now like i'm like what the fuck is this control scheme like it was like so like it's so weird to play nowadays yeah because luckily cause like, like the remake it adds the dual kind of analogs to it so it's a lot easier yeah but yeah, you would. Yeah, it was, I just remember the middle. control scene. Yeah. It was kind of messed up. Um, and yeah, and I finished uh, Maquette. Um, I thought it was really good too. I like. I thought it was pretty unique. The um, kind of the perspective and the recursive nature of it um, to be able to solve puzzles that way, um, where it's kind of like nested buildings within nested buildings. Um, definitely like we were saying before a couple of puzzles i got stuck on um i think i had to use help for like one of them um other than that you're able to kind of suss it out and you know trial and error it out kind of um i think what i use i just got you know when you just playing a puzzle game you just get like really frustrated <laughs> yeah definitely. like and you're like yeah oh, i gotta look up a youtube video for this or something <laughs> like and you like he was just saying we kind of feel like it's the walk of shame sort of <laughs> that's like um, the reason why i like some games i don't yeah. finish like because i'm like such so against doing that that i'm like yeah. i'd rather beat my head against the wall and then just quit <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah and just be like you know what it got me so like, i couldn't really do it like, yeah well in like a similar vein i was uh, i was playing a little bit of uh full throttle hd on game pass just for and some chivos. Those, well, just because it's a you know it's a Tim Schafer adventure game, and I I like the Monkey Island games, and uh, but yeah, it's a you know '90s point and click adventure, very much yeah. like very easy, like obtuse, you know. Take this rubber band and put it on a comb, and then, yeah. and then you make a, a spitball shooter. Like what? Yeah, I got like a, a couple hours into that before I was like, dude, like I don't know what's going. Like I don't know what to do. Like, what do yeah. I? Yeah, you're just kind of clicking around, like you're like, what can I pick up, like yeah. or something. That's kind of how I do yeah. that. But yeah, and then we have to combine something. Um, yeah, like you said, I thought the writing was like good. I thought it was going to be cringy too in the in the kind of the beginning, but it ended up being um, believable, like you were saying. Um, the ending is really good too. I thought, um, and sort of, you know, uh, 
kind of a powerful emotional way um the music definitely adds to it i think i think it has some good songs in it i don't know who does any of the songs but yeah it's a bunch of like very low-key covers from like not famous people so like like that first cover is like i couldn't find it anywhere i had to get a rip off youtube of somebody like i don't think the other songs are covered they just sound like indie bands i was like is this like yeah i I had no idea who they were but uh, it sounded um you know, very in that vein for Annapurna where it's kind of, I feel like they do a lot of like indie-ish kind of stuff. Yeah, definitely. Um, like that, that scene. Um, you know, um, something that you can blow through quickly, so definitely try and finish it, uh, Tom, and just push through. Chris, I would, like he was saying, I would give it one more try too. Yeah. Uh, you know. And, uh, you know, that's it for me, really. I, I kind of want to get uh, Game Pass back on like a regular console, so I can kind of go back and do some backlog stuff next time, next episode. So hopefully, I'll be able to do that. Hey, have um, um, any of you guys messed around with the Microsoft uh, rewards? Yes. Yeah. Okay, because I was getting into that these past couple weeks, and it's actually like pretty pretty good. Um, you know, I've been uh, I got some good stuff on there. Proponent yeah. of Sony rewards uh, these past couple years, and. Um, yeah, I think um, Microsoft Rewards uh, it's definitely rewarding you at a higher higher rate than the Sony stuff is. Yeah. And um, there's like a, there's like a plugin I got on on Firefox where you just push a button and it automates all of the uh, the searches because you get like bonus points every day for doing Bing searches. So you're yeah. so you're gaming it. You're just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like you get like uh, you know 300 Microsoft points. Uh, per day, just from pressing this one button in your on your browser. Yeah. But um, then there's also like other things you do, like quizzes and polls that get updated every day, and and that's just that's all all like outside of the Game Pass stuff, which is on top of that. Yeah. And so I don't know. Yeah, it kind of gives you like little quests to do like every day, like your dailies for Microsoft points and stuff. Yeah, it's like uh, right. I don't know. I did it for a week and I already had like a five dollar gift card. So yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say you can get definitely get like months of like. Like online, like a uh, live or whatever, and even game. You pass can game ones. that to just keep Game Pass, like, right? <laughs> if you wanted to, you know. Yeah, yeah. You can, um, yeah. You can definitely, you can earn enough from this to where you're you're redeeming it for more Game Pass. Yeah, exactly. So, that's cool. Yep, definitely. It's also like yeah, gonna... I know you're not playing on PC, but they have like it's a uh, like on PC. It'll like notify you when you get like some type of points or whatever, like with the Game Pass application. So that, yeah, that's the only reason. That's the only time I've ever really fucked with it, though. And I'm like, all right, let me put a hundred points in to get this fucking Maserati or something. You know? Like, yeah, they have like sweepstakes you can enter and stuff. Um, you know. Yeah, I'm I'm banking those points though. I'm just no, just bank them and buy them like something tangible, like a gift card or something. Yeah. You know? But all right, I think that's gonna do it for this week. And um, you want to follow us on our socials on uh, Instagram? We are the Uncanny Valley on there. Give us a follow on there. Check us out on Twitter, Uncanny V. Uh, send in a question or a topic you'd like to for us to discuss. Uh, sometimes we have a poll or a question up there for you guys, so always be on the lookout for those. And um, you can listen to us on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. And uh, hey, if you like this podcast. And you listen to us, and uh, you want to give us a cosign to one of your friends, that'd be cool. Give us a little recommendation. You know, each one, teach one. 
Tell, tell your <laughs> tell your pappy. Tell your grandpappy. Is that that's Brennan it. Stimpy? <laughs> Could be. Could be. <laughs> Not where I got it from. <laughs> All right. Bye. Yep. All, right, All right. See ya. Talk to you guys next Peace. week. Uncanny Valley. Un- 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 Uncanny Valley.